One of the most challenging journeys that an autistic person or anyone in general today will come to face as we transition from a child to a young adult will face in their life is self-discovery, self-esteem, self-love, self-respect on themselves or whatever it may be. No matter where we are in our journey, autistic or not, however, that we will face many other challenges that will make us question where we are in our life. But what I've learned is what we do with these trials and tribulations, challenges, is up to us and will end with us. I believe that we are the creator authors, painters, etc. of our story and that no matter what that we can create these different chapters and pages in our life for our story. I've shared with you all in one of my videos in which you can click above me and in the icon below me based on the self-esteem and self-worth etc. on autistic for autistics which you can click on the icon above me or be below me. Find out more if you're really struggling basically also. I'm no medical doctor as a disclaimer. I'm just your normal daily blogs. I'm just sharing some life experiences as an autistic myself with a bit of mental health condition that you may be able to relate or not but if you see any signs or symptoms that I may have shared it in the past or present videos based on certain important topics that I educate and advocate to you all do seek professional help for yourself or your loved one or do seek professional opinion for yourself or your loved one because I don't condone self-harm but as we know basically when it comes to unto our self-discovery or basically what we're looking for be it if we're looking for self-love self-respect in, in ourselves it does as we know take many years to eventually accept ourselves and love ourselves as a person as a autistic or not throughout the journeys that we go through there will be highs lows ups and downs like a roller coaster of waves of emotions and feelings that we go through regardless when my friends and teachers ask me what has been the biggest challenge for me basically that more for me as a person as well as an autistic is like what would hold an autistic back there are many answers to this i believe that run through my mind when i hear the question i want to be honest with you the difficulty of socializing with others for me myself basically as i've been transitioning from a young teen to an adult after finding out I've got autism and some other host of conditions that came with it and going through some of the transition from child to adult I found on sooner that there were help and services along the way I would have probably got it sooner would be one of the answers I could provide to you guys in all honesty but then again it will be different maybe for some autistic so bear in mind to ask anyone that you know of in your family or friend that is an autistic and you may be surprised what answer they'll give you I decided that although those answers held significance they didn't make a huge impact in my life after all I made some careful consideration to come to terms with the answer that I think most autistic might agree on which is as I shared it's a self worth self esteem and everything hi all before I begin this and if you just landed on my page my name is Aspie Answers I'm all about creating and advocating to you all as well as educating about autism and mental health about my lived experiences as an autistic adult with a host of mental health conditions taking you on a journey what life is like with you guys when I'm able in the outside world how I maybe go about socializing or just you know doing fun and games as you may have seen in the past present as well as sit down videos like they gain a better understanding of me as an autistic so then maybe you can relate back to anyone that you know of that's an autistic and maybe able to help them and so much more so if you're into any of these and more feel free to smash that subscribe button on the bottom right hand corner and turn on the notification bell so don't miss any future videos. those who are wondering right now what this topic is about is again this is revolving around ableism series that i'm creating right now because this one really needs to be addressed i believe in this autistic community as well as maybe other communities about ableists and i'm hoping that when saying this that we can work together and actually stop some of the ableist attitudes and behaviors towards different people that are different be it you know with this physical social disabilities and whatnot because at the end of the day we are all different yeah, but we do have our hidden talents and traits somewhere it's just about coming together as a whole to accept one another so this one is all autism in the context of ableism hopefully in the marks of it and how it actually hurts autistic people based on this so let's continue on basically there has been a lot of stigma around
around basically or shall we say towards the disabled community basically be it whatever disability community it may be which as I said before I don't usually like the term disability much because obviously it's a downgraded word but like I said in one of the videos about disability I think in the very very beginning when I started my channel disability if you take away the word dis and have it as the word of ability we have the ability to do things regardless of our you know different weaknesses and strengths that we can work towards and saying this also ableism is divided into two stigma type plural for stigma obviously that are used on a daily basis the medical and social medals that are now going to be introduced in this video for you guys today to understand and while it hopefully within the obviously within the autistic community basically ableism becomes more present as diagnosis of autism increases every year apparently but as a side note also on language Sinclair 1999 as I researched autism isn't something a person has or a shell that a person is trapped inside there's no normal child hidden behind the autism autism is like being it's pervasive it colors every experience every sensation perception through emotion and encounter every aspect of existence it's not possible to separate the autism from the person and it was possible the person you'd flip would not be the same person you started with as I said before basically we have you or identify first language basically on how it's been said because obviously people argue it's autistic people some way want to be called people with autism which I clearly shared in one of my videos which I'll find about you know first language about autistic how many people may want to be called but just be in mind basically that will be in the eye card and description box below me as well as we continue on so as I said basically before I've mentioned it so many before about what ableism is about of the this definition which you can see in the eye card about me and in the description box below me but ableism can be defined for many different things by basically different people but the main reason is ableism is discrimination against prejudice against all disregard for the needs of people with disabilities this can be about you know the attitudes behaviors the structures or systems that's been put into play express implicitly or explicitly intentional or accidental something that impacts different kinds of disabled people differently regardless as I said like basically the assumptions are reflected within the research agenda obviously and the assumptions that are based upon this are three three or four things autism is a recent phenomenon or as they call it epidemic goal of autism intervention treatment a return to normalcy because obviously with many autistics I believe that, that some people that are not autistic especially people in the middle field as I shared before so many times before would like to find a cure for us autistic but I believe that there shouldn't be a cure for some autistics but again many people may disregard it or disagree with me which is fine each of their own of their based opinion about you know if you want to do it or not for autism because we know that there's a different spectrum of autism be it whatever it is and I clearly have a picture that will show that of an umbrella based on the autism spectrum of categories where it falls on and as I said before I said you know what I've got as a whole as a person myself basically as an autistic another one is biomedical interventions most effective means of improving quality of life for example basically there's sometimes some services are opposed to this idea maybe and other people may n not be and then comparatively limited opportunities for quality of life improvements in adults as compared to children because as we know autism is known for children with autism and there has been not many services and accommodation needs probably for adult autistics basically I believe as well basically there has been a lot of research that there has been autistic adults in prior generations but 
on it and often in institutions or under other diagnoses however so a few examples here is Bruno Mittelham and Refrigerator Mother Theory. Bernie Remland was the founder of the Autism Research Institute and helped to found Autism Society, helped to debunk Refrigerator Mother Theory, popularize vaccine cause autism ideas and many pseudoscientific treatments based on this. And I have clearly shared about vaccines and autism or what have you. Or certain autism causes, you know, or shall we say vaccines causes autism, which I'll link in the archive by me and in the description box below me if you want to find out more based on what I share here. Um, another one is based on him is opposed to institutionalization and supported aversive intervention. Rimlin on the institutionalization. I found this by Committee My Foot, Bernie Rimland Autism Research Review International Journal, which I'll link in the description. But it says here, community living with no other options is an ideology pushed with religious fervor by the sanctimonious but misguided association for persons with severe handicaps, or as it's abbreviated down to TASA. I read with grim amusement the complaint and the emotion usually. Although persons with severe disabilities have been living in the community physically for some time, they have not generally been participating in the shared life of those communities. What shared life? Community, my foot. Again, continuing on about this, Rimland on these instruments. Beware the ad zealots, mindless good intentions, and did the handicap research you can look under to find out more and reopen the institutions. Advocates reverse stand as community tragedy unfolds. Again, some of these research and references I'll link in the description for you guys. Another common one is Over Lovers, who was the one that developed about applied behavior analysis or ABA as an alternative title of 1965 life magazine profile scream slaps and love a surprising shocking treatment help for gone mental cripples sought to make autistic children indistinguishable from their peers pioneered the idea of recovery from the autism as the goal of autism intervention utilized aversive on experiment ABA has revolved evolved in the, but the emphasis on indistinguishably remains autistic people have more severe concerns to this day about ABA and obviously I have shared about ABA and some other treatments for autistic children which I'll link in the archive above me and in the description box below me so you can understand more to that as well. Um, in 1993 there was a guy named Jim Sinclair and it was titled Don't Mournify. Obviously what he has stated here like basically as a start with of the quota and this is autism isn't something a person or has a shell that a person is trapped inside. There is no normal child hidden behind the autism. Autism is a way of being. It is persuasive. It colors every experience, every sensation, perception, thought, emotion and encounter every aspect of existence. It's not possible to separate the autism from the person. If it were to be possible, the person you'd have left with would not be the same as you started with. This is important to take note because obviously you need to take a mo moment to consider it. Autism is a way of being. It's not possible to separate the person from autism. Basically, what it means here is, therefore, when parents say, I wish my child did not have autism, what they're actually really trying to say here is, I wish the autistic child I have did not exist and I have a d different non-autistic child instead. Um, many people may think in the day and age about how many professionals and parents do talk about autism these days basically like quote here is autism is worth their cancer in many ways because the person with autism has a normal lifespan it's um also self-advocacy group organizations that comes into force now based on autism autism network international autism self-advocacy network as it might more but then again the frequent assumptions on autism research and services your statistic challenge obviously i'll have like basically a list of it somewhere that you can have a look about autism strengths because every autistic is different what they dole out of their trade regardless what a what not but the medical model especially basically presume that autistic traits are themselves that they are an available and inevitable source of challenges faced by autistic people alone. As a result that this is identified for diagnostic purposes only or also may serve as the focus of treatment and as a measure of treatment effectiveness. Focus of intervention behaviours or effectiveness is on removal of the autistic trait indiscriminately from their peer which basically as we know we can't remove everything from the traits and everything it's built in.
and for us. So in the medical model of autism, obviously it has been shown that in the autistic traits, even though it will vary from, again, each autistic person, but the most common ones that has come out is the lack of eye contact, focus, interest that are, you know, so deep, repeated behaviours and sensory sensitivity. In this context alone of the medical model of autism, basically social norms and local culture or subculture has been illustrated, availability, support services and accommodation. And the outcomes for this medical model on this is differences on social community, or shall we say communication, cognitive processing and sensory sensitivity with impact varying across from all contexts, challenges in employment, independent living, relationships etc does occur, strength and focus interest dependent on surrounding culture, employer etc etc. On the other hand, an illustration based on the social model of autism that's shown basically is established on society and individual life perception. According to this model however, society thinks that autistic people should be normal. As I said before, normal is underrated or overrated and many people think that we should be normal regardless of all the things we show up, be it our stimming, be it our weird quirky behaviours and whatnot. Again, as I believe, we should be accepted for who and what we are as a whole, not just as an autistic but just as a person under that label. We're not weird and different. This type of stigma has been created upon some unfortunate bullying incidences that had occurred, which in 2013 of November, a 13-year-old autistic student named Levi now was being bullied by his classmate. The teachers did not intervene immediately and the perpetrators posted an online video of the incident. The classmates of Nal eventually apologised for their actions but this incident should have never happened in the first place I believe. Regardless of having a disability or not no one should be bullied I believe also. I've talked about bullying and stuff in one of my videos which I'll hopefully link in the eye card as well as in the description box below so you can understand how you could stand up towards the bullies or what happened. The teachers should have prevented this from happening rather than let the child defend for himself. It's said that no one helped Nal out. Yet I hope that the perpetrators have learned their lesson. With the social model however this is associated with the neurodiversity movement. Basically I read about neurodiversity and all that somewhere which hopefully I'll find in the eye card or in the description box below you so that you can kind of get an understanding about all this. The social model says that outcomes including challenges from autistic traits especially are mediated by social and policy context. As a result that which is identified for purposes might not serve as an appropriate goal for intervention. This focuses of intervention effectiveness is on improving quality of life. Skills, goals as defined by individuals and company preferences in larger cultural context. We should common co-occurring conditions such as SOB, epilepsy fit into this model as well, you know. Um, in the social model of autism, however, there has been political divide that is between research and self-advocacy or self-advocate groups, especially on the direction of autism research, finds and goals of autism service provision. Early research suggests that autistic identity and awareness of neurodiversity increases the likelihood of the following positive identity around autism, opposition to search for a cure, preference for identity self-first language, as I said. Crucially, these do not reduce support for efforts to teach adaptive skills, suggesting new distinctions not always acknowledged by researchers. Implications of the model. Shifting the goal of self-vision and intervision from encouraging and sequentially to promoting personal person-centered goals. For example here, eye contact, reflection of dimming are essentially orientated. Another example is communication skills and dependent living as a person-centered goal. Goal is a healthy and happy autistic adult, not a non-autistic person. Need to adjust to viewing autism throughout diversity lens and as a backdrop for co-occurring mental health issues that autistic may actively want treatment for. Example, anxiety, social anxiety, depression, bipolar, etc. Because as I said before, with autism, it can come with a host of different other conditions as well, especially for females when it's harder to diagnose a female. However, just to be in mind also, the medical model demonstrates how autism is an impairment. It demonstrates how autism is considered as a disease and how an autistic person suffers than a normal 
more than a neurotypical person. A classic example here, or just an example, just to bear in mind, is when doctors diagnose autism, they rely on the spectrum. In order to diagnose a patient, especially, they are screening tools. There are screening tools, or they use screening tools as well, ranging from interviews to observing one skills, to, so to speak, screening and diagnosis for healthcare prof professionals. Unfortunately, most doctors construe the autism spectrum through rating the severity of a patient's autism. This is caused by debates in the use of severity rating system, obviously. This spectrum is a range of symptoms that an autistic person can obtain in oneself. One autistic person will not be similar to the other, as I clearly said before. Once you meet an autistic person, you've got to be a mind that not all are the same when they show it. The medical model of ableism has been used by renowned non-profit organizations such as the classic one, Autism Speaks, that many autistic and autistic adults or parents that I've been talking to do not want to share. Again, as I said before, there is a reason to why that many autistic adults and that do not support Autism Speaks. If you want to know more, click on the icon above me and in the description box below me. I do not wish to close it here. I want to try and be as friendly as possible here. These organisations, however, use charity in order to assist those who have autism and gain profits for researching a cure. Sadly, 43% of the Autism Speaks budget, as I'm now bringing out for this example, goes towards questionable advertising. Many of ads portray autistic people and their family as people to be pity, while only 4% of their budget actually provide families with services. Which, again, I did a video about this, you know, which I'll link in the iCard and in the description box below me that will clearly state more about how we are being portrayed. So the question is, what kinds of policy implications emerged from these models that I've just clearly illustrated? Basically, I reckon how the very first question you need to ask yourself on this though, for the policy implication of these models that has been introduced is how, how do you design a behavioral health benefit? There are needs for options other than just applied behavior analysis reinforced in CMS and ED guidance. There's a need for statutory requirements for autistic participation and task forces, councils and committees. Policy must emphasize both direct service needs as well as addressing children and social behavior area through investing in services that support natural relationships and independence. If autism is not new, the DD Act framework is still the best path forward. In 2014, July 7th, the CMS guidance on medical EPSD stated, while much of the current national discussion focuses on one particular treatment modality of the one that I've been talking about, ABA, there are other recognised and emerging treatment modality for children with autism spectrum disorder, which I clearly shared basically um, again in one of my videos, which I'll link in the card and in the description box below me. And the 2015 July 6th ED guidance though, however, OECP has received reports that a growing number of children with autism victims as well as may not be receiving needing speech and language services and that speech language pathologists and other appropriate professionals may not be included in evaluation and eligibility determination. Some IDEA programs may be including applied behavior analysis again, therapists exclusively without including or considering input from speech language pathologists and or other professionals in the field. We recognize ABA therapy as one methodology used to address the needs of children with ABA and remind states and local programs to ensure that decisions regarding services are made based on the unique needs of each individual child. But again, as I said, not many people believe in the kind of behaviour therapy or applied behaviour therapy, which again, like I said, I'll link it in the card and in the description box below me. Are we really talking about different populations here is the question you might need to ask yourselves. Addressing the roots of autism communal division. Parents are pushed to prioritise and distinguish from peers slash recovery over other more than person-centred goals. Parental priorities heavily influenced by their interactions with clinicians and researchers and so many other people in the medical field. My suggestion here is we need researchers provide as parents to be exposed to autistic voices early and often introduced to neurodiversity, social model of autism etc as well as maybe just people with autism themselves to you know voice out their experiences with autism and whatnot. There needs to be more acknowledgement about or not about but therefore that again as I said has people with autism that can also be their own advocate, their own researcher, what have you, share their lived experiences. People, 
parents and autistic people are not the same constituency however we need to have to be approached differently addressing the mismatch there needs to be a more for more comparable research on assisted family priorities and autism research in the US UK and everywhere else because obviously as we know as the years go on the autism population diagnosis has grown significantly there needs to be a better mechanism for considering stakeholder input of the researching funding agenda some progress is on to publicly funded research regardless of what it may be relatively little and privately funded research so the question also is what are the moral and ethical obligations of these research funders that are coming into play the best path forward for my solution is participatory autism research community participation on autism research and other health related fields of research gaps has been narrowed by involving community members in the research process beyond passive participants if we get people involved we should get research that is more thoroughly relevant to people with disabilities and in their communities at least sufficiently tailored to the realities of their everyday lives and consistent with their values forming genuine partnerships community-based participate research group or cbpr collaborative research in which members of a community are asked to be and treated as co-researchers throughout the research process their goal is to create shared knowledge and to use that knowledge for action social change within that community developing meaningful partnerships and training the next generation of providers by including autistic people as le and d trained and facility faculty and other kids program basically there's a diagram to, to talk about the participation can take many forms obviously which i'll link it enough in here right now to see all this for you but the key takeaways here to bear in mind obviously is aside from this the medical model of ableism has been used by renowned non-profit aside from all these models of ableism the autistic community here through media messages that we are burdenly burdening everyone we can't tell a lie because we are too honest and real with you guys we can't play our arms when we are overstimulated obviously because obviously so many of us we stim in different way, many different ways and there's a reason to why we need to be stimming. we need to be cured etc we're patronized by those who don't forever understand us or just don't wish to understand us based on might they may have seen and heard by the you know misguidance of social media adverts or what have you about us autistics you know that were thing um as i said before this causes ourselves and others to undermine our very own capabilities of our everyday living and whatnot but somehow they that delta in our will diminish and we become stronger than ever. It takes time, however, but we will become stronger through adversity. According to the Centers for Disease and Control Prevention, ADCP, 1 in 68 children are diagnosed with autism. This is an, an American research I just researched, but there are many more different, you know, as I said, statistics based on how many people are diagnosed with autism. Not every child will grow up and gain self-confidence. However, some will never get to live and see what their autism has to offer. However, I believe if this stigma continues, it will de be detrimental for future generations ahead and perception may become far more worth in a game that we won't be forever accepted by others the other stuff about an example including self-advocates as trainees and faculty and lend and other care programs adds value for both disabled and non-disabled participants avoid taking trainees come to learn not just to educate their peers but to educate themselves hopefully providing a meaningful career pathway for themselves don't fall prey to a very special thinking neurodiversity in the social model of autism and the other form of model autism that i said offers professionals a chance to treat autistic people as real partner not as like I said as we are someone that to be petting. Autism research and services rest on assumptions we need to challenge and change that kind of attitude and behaviours behind it as real partners in the research service provision education and training purposes and in saying this also throughout all the adversity in the autistic community or in just the community in itself of what we face today and maybe in the future 
these are those who will always persevere their rights and equality. Obviously for many of us at the moment some of us are self-advocating others about what our lives are like as an autistic and whatnot and some are trying to brave out and share their lived experiences with this sort of thing and I believe and hopefully in the near future that this should be more of us to do so. Whether it's defending themselves through social media or giving advice the committee contributes to making a change one step at a time. Again as I believe that yes ableist kind of attitudes and behavior needs to be changed but hopefully in the near future this will be my hope that it will. Facing ableism has made me develop some tough skin I believe. Without the stigma and stereotyping that I had to face every day regardless with autism, mental health issues and everything else I wouldn't be the person who I am today. It's made me clearly stronger and accept for who and what I am. Although yes words do hurt but what I do with these words or messages or whatever that certain people that may not understand me as a person do basically is just avoid the negativity proving others wrong as well as myself proving myself that I can do far more better to what they're saying about me and getting support from others around me which I'm doing so forever more now than I have ever done before as I said in one of my videos. So this quickly hopefully ends a bit about the autism and the context of ableism and how ableism actually hurts autistic people. If you want to know more about this basically or just want to share your lived experiences about autism and that in the comment section below feel free to do so and once you do so and if there's anyone that's participating in the comments be mindful of others because I want this to be like I said a safe haven so that people don't feel judged and everything else in between that so no further ado guys thanks for support thanks for watching follow me on my social medias as it pops up and do these with your family and friends and all for the do guys i'll see you again soon ciao for now